My name is Irene. I teach the weekly yoga classes here, facilitate the monthly labyrinth walks, and I am the squirrel herder in chief for our chapter of the Covenant of Unitarian Universalist Pagans. I love this time of year. I think of this as the deep breath before the song. In the natural world around us, the birds have returned and are building nests. The earliest spring blooms are reaching tender leaves toward the sun. The sheep are dropping their very first lambs. The green world, the world of the pagan, is in preparation. One of the interesting things about being pagan is that we don't have a single text that all members of our belief system place value in. We don't have a Bhagavad Gita or Bible or Talmud but we do have a handful of writings from the very beginning of the neo-pagan movement that many of us feel have some relevance to this day. One of those writings is The Charge of the Goddess. Now, that document is a product of its time. It was written in the 1950s by Doreen Valiente. The version adapted by Starhawk is most commonly used within the pagan community. The Charge of the Goddess reflects the early exploration into mystery traditions and contains some things that are no longer widely practiced. That said, there are a few lines from the Charge of the Goddess that sing to my soul. One, which I find myself frequently reciting in my thoughts, is, And you who seek to know me, know that the seeking and yearning will avail you not unless you know the mystery. For if that which you seek you find not within yourself, you will never find it without. Most of us are looking for some form of softness. We're looking for rest or recovery. We're looking for love, support. We're seeking to have our boundaries respected. We're trying to find space to breathe, to contemplate, to be in this world without a constant barrage of stimulation pulling us off course. There are deep lessons in nature if we take the time to notice them. All our technology, our climate control, our lights, these things draw us away from some simpler aspects of living. Before the birds make more birds, they create a soft, safe space to land. If you've ever actually looked at a bird's nest, the bottom of the nest is strong. Twigs, mud, even strips of plastic, stable. But the top of the nest, where the birds will sit, where the babies will grow, that part is soft. Moss, fur, feathers, even fabric. Before the flowers open, a daffodil spreads leaves. It uses them to collect nutrients, energy from the sun and the rain. It creates a reservoir of resources before it grows a bud or opens a flower. Pay attention to the order of these actions. Before everything else, the world teaches us to lay the foundation first. We all love the aspects of self-care that are more gentle, Bubble baths, getting a massage, eating delicious, nutritious food. But one of the most powerful and profound forms of self-compassion and self-care involves setting boundaries, building the bottom of the nest strongly so that we can then fill the top with softness. That which you seek, 
you find not within yourself, you will never find it without. No one respects boundaries they don't know about. No one respects boundaries that are not enforced. Our culture teaches us to place ourselves last. So creating and enforcing boundaries, learning to use the word no, is very challenging for us. There are some simple ways to get started on this aspect of self-compassion. The first is to give yourself permission to set boundaries. Setting boundaries, building that strong bottom of the nest, might feel uncomfortable. Wrestling with guilt or anxiety about the reactions of others is normal. Give yourself permission to draw lines and then work to preserve them. Sit with the discomfort. Allow it to rise, to crest, and then to recede. Reaffirm your permission to yourself as many times as you need. Then, start by looking at boundaries that already exist and notice where they're more or less effective. Maybe you have good boundaries with your friends, but not with your employer. Maybe you have good boundaries with your spouse, but not your mother. (laughs) Once you become aware of the boundaries you already have, you can decide whether or not they need to change. You can even begin to write them down into your journal. Notice whose phone calls you take, whose texts you answer, who you stay late for. Then decide if those practices help keep you safe and strong or if they leave you feeling drained and overwhelmed. The last part is difficult. Once you've decided on your boundaries, you have to enforce them. I like to practice a way of getting into a headspace where I can say no from a place of strength. Pagans call it grounding, but the practice is not specific to us. Many paths have some form of this embodiment practice. So take a moment to settle your feet on the floor. Feel the contact of the ground underneath your feet and the places where your body is touching the chair. You're welcome to bring your eyes to a half gaze or to completely close them if that's comfortable for you. Take a deep breath in, let it out on a sigh, and let's do it again because it feels good. Deep breath in. Continue to breathe deeply and tune into your physical body. Notice any feelings or emotions stirring within you. Connect to your physical self. Allow your body and its sensations to take precedence in your awareness. And then we add our mantra, no. Take a deep breath in and say it with me, no. It doesn't have to be loud or cruel, just grounded, firm, Calmly, from a place of stability, this is the boundary. This is no. Feel free to open your eyes if you would like. Without a safe, soft place to land, we are not as effective. We do not thrive. We don't get what we need out of life. That which you seek, you find not within yourself. You will never find it without. We must be our own softness. We must be our own kindness and compassion. We can find it out there in the world only after we find it within. We can find healthy space only after we set healthy boundaries. As you plan for your spring, 
Think about the nest that you are building, the container your life grows within. Through self-compassion, through self-care, setting boundaries, we can ensure we thrive. Remember the order. Build first, then grow. 